Welcome to We are continuing Parashat Vayeshev. Let's go through the transaction, the sale of Yosef. I think that's the topic of today. Starting on Aliyah Shilishi. And it was, Vayikasher by Yosef Elihav. When Yosef approached his brothers as they're, you know, chatting amongst each other about how they're going mm-hmm. to kill him. He approaches them. They took, they, they grab him and they take off his coat. The Ketonet Pasim. The famous. Yeah. They take him, they throw him into the pit. Pit. There was no water. There was no water. Now, Rashi says, from the fact that it says it was empty, I already know there was no water. So why do you say, So why does it have to add? It says, Because there so, are animals that were dangerous. There was no water, but there were snakes and scorpions. All right, interesting Midrash. Why do you have to insist that there are snakes and scorpions? Meaning the Peshat, the Peshat, that there was just an empty pit. There was it no was water. Dangerous. It was dangerous. It was He wants to show that there's danger. And Hashem was protecting him. Ah, maybe that's the idea. Maybe the idea is that Yosef is being protected by God. Yeah, he's a messenger of God. This is, this is, this is uh, his journey. There's a classic Devar Torah, let's see, with Siftei Chachamim. Siftei Chachamim is a perush on Rashi. Diyak min dektiv ha-borek, vehi ababo davar kegon etzim v'abanim, en ze nikra rek. Pishlamayim ayu bo nechashim v'akrabim matesh ha-pir dektiv rek. Tinechashim v'akrabim darkan nikanes pechonim v'sitakim v'abakidu rek. Amelakom makom ayu bo. Lofen gezera shava, ketiv ha-cha em bo maim ho-lalom farshet ek, yabna meket v'nechash azar v'akrab v'tzimon ha-sh... Okay, this makes more sense. So there's a pasuk in Devarim. Devarim mm-hmm. Chet in Parshat Ekev. And it says, when it's describing how Am Yisrael was protected during their journeys in the desert, it says that the desert is a place of Nachash, Saraf, Ve'akrav, Ve'tzima'on, Asher, En Maim. That the desert is a place of snakes, scorpions, and other serpents and no water and dryness that there is no water and he uses the same language and it could be that the midrash is one of these textual midrashim that's drawing off the language in Pashat Ekev okay and then learning from the pasuk about how Am Yisrael was in the desert and it was also protected in the same ah and maybe what you're saying now comes full circle that pasuk in Aike, what's the point of the pasuk? It's telling, talking about Am Yisrael, how God protected them in the yes. desert, which, for, by the way... For 40 years. By the way, they also threw him in the pit, in, Asher in, Bamidbar. In the desert. Right, in the desert. Same, in the same location. No, because when Am Yisrael was in the desert, that he was, was, going, yes, that was outside of Israel. But still in the desert. Uh, in the desert, right. Okay, but there, what's the purpose? It's saying that, that God took care of us in a place that was full of, was thirsty, and a place that, was, that had snakes and scorpions. And he uses the same language. Bamidbar, it says the desert. That Nachash Saraf Ve'akrav. Ve'tzimaun Asher En Maim. And now here it says Ve'aborek En Bomaim. So the Chachamim were smart. They were they saying, ah, let's go see. Last time we see the word En Bomaim, what is it? We see by the desert. And what else does it say is there? Nechashim Ve'akrav. How they put things there. So you look at a Midrash like this. And you say, huh, why would the Chachamim say that? The Pasuk says it's empty. Why would they say they're in the Chashim Akrabim? Yeah, you learn that this is how they find So they you, go they, they go and they, the they know because the Chachamim know the Torah so well 
that if they read words, it triggers every other place in the Torah where they've that heard used, that word. That use that word, so that message And then they combines, make connections. They and yeah. then they make connections. Wow. And they show you the hidden connections that... that Brilliant. Make the Torah co- completely intertwined. I, I didn't even, I wasn't coming into this class knowing we would even discover that today, so I'm <laughs> excited about that one. Okay. Pasuk Kafe. They sat down to eat bread. And they see that there is a, 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 a group of Ishmaelim that are coming from Gilad. Gilad is the eastern part of Israel, meaning it's east of the Jordan River. It's so relaxed. So if they're, they're coming from relaxed there. Right, yeah, it's it's true. If they're coming from the east from the east, it means they're travelers from you know, somewhere in Mesopotamia, right? And now if they're going Ugmalehem Nosim Nechot Utsri Valot, they're holding their uh, camels were holding Nechot Utsri Valot. What does that mean? These are different types of spices. spices yes. Why is the Pasuk telling us what they were carrying? Put aside the Midrash for a second. Ramban explains because that's how the brothers knew where the yep. merchants were going. Yeah, because they, they knew Egypt. they knew the trade route. Yeah, this, this, right? this is for business. They go to, to, they right. go to the If you see some Mashadi guy yeah. leaving Turkey with a drug, <laughs> you know he's going back to the United States to sell. Right? You know you know where they're going based on where they're uh, thing. Or if you see some Mashadi guy leaving the Bursa in Israel with diamonds, you know he's headed yes. to you know New York. Right. So. So that's how the brothers knew, and that's why the pasuk is telling us this detail to say that the brothers saw that they're carrying these spices, so they knew that they're coming from the east, they're coming from Mesopotamia, and they're going to Egypt. So Yehuda eventually is going to say, "Perfect, faraway land. They're going. We know they're going somewhere. They don't. They don't sell these spices in Israel. They sell them in Egypt. We know they're going there, so we'll sell them down to Egypt, and we won't have to deal with them anymore." Uh, Rashi though, he says they sat down to eat. And then they see the Orachatish Melimba Megilad, and they're carrying all of these things to go to Egypt. What does Rashi say? That this usually. This pirshu. Oh, no, no. Is it? No. Uh, what does it tell us? To tell us that Yosef. Here. Ugmalem Nosim. Lama Pirsema Katuvet Masam. Rashi asks, why does the Pasuk have to tell us what spices they were carrying? To say the, the reward of tzaddikim. tzaddikim. That's, uh, instead of, instead of, yes. Typically, yes. Arabs traveling from the east, they're carrying oil products yes. that are they smell very bad. Smell very bad. Very bad. But for this, they happen to be carrying perfumes this time, so which is out of the norm because... To help a tzaddik so that he wouldn't have to smell something bad. The, the difficulty in the Midrash is obvious. It's that Yosef is going to have his fair share of, of difficulties and tr- trial. And, and I'm, I'm assuming when he went down to the dungeon for multiple years, he wasn't being surrounded by good smells. Yes, correct. Meaning, meaning yes, it's yes, a very yes. odd thing to point out. Like, okay, he's a tzaddik, so God made the... Fact as he's being sold into slavery against his will, it smells great. Like, I would venture to guess that he didn't really care how good it smelled when he's being sold away from his family into slavery and possibly. That possi- was his last thought. Right, that would be the last thing he would think about. Yes. So that's another questionable midrash. Yes. Why? Why? Why are the chachamim pointing out? Oh, Yosef at Sadiq, he had the benefit of these good smells. Specifically, saying the Torah. Was there, but his tolerance was higher. 
No, no, it's, it was a good smell. A good smell. Uh, it's, the, the, it's, trying to say, it's trying to say that typically the smell with these merchants would be bad. But because Yosef was such a tzaddik, they happened to be carrying spices that smell good. Why? So he wouldn't have to smell something bad. Uh, it's, it's, it's just a weird thing. Like, but if because, I'm Yosef, because what do I care what it smells like? I'm, I'm going crazy right now. I'm freaking out. Probably because he's specifying in the Torah these this, 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 this points. That's... that's Idea. Yeah, but I think that Ramban's perush was more peshat. He's telling us what they were carrying to tell us how they knew where they were headed. That's it. Right? That's the peshat. And now the Rashi, it's one of, I'm sure there's one, a brilliant explanation for what the, well, what's the depth. We have to go and find. We have to go and find. Yeah, you have to go find. <laughs> what's the depth of the idea? says, why should we kill our brother and cover his blood? Let's go sell him to the Ishmaelim. And they say we won't touch him Because he's at the end of our day He's our he's brother our, And he's our, our flesh blood. And the brothers listen to him Which yes. is an important thing Because Yehuda is the kind he's of guy a, yeah, That a, when he speaks people listen yes. Unlike Reuven No it doesn't say Right Yes when nobody listens So apparently Ramban explains like this There are two opinions There are three opinions as to how this all goes down According to the Ibn Ezra According to the Ibn Ezra Midianim and Ishmaelim are interchangeable No, no, Ibn Ezra says they're interchangeable Oh, they're the same It's the same thing Same thing uh, the different, maybe a different subsect of the same group, but it's irrelevant. They're all the same people. The Midianim are selling to Ishmaelim, Ishmaelim taking them down. They're all part of the same group. There's no significance to the t- switching of the words Midianim, Ishmaelim, that the Midianim were sold to the Ishmaelim who took them down. The Ramban says, Ramban says that he thinks actually the Midianim were the sellers and the traders, and the Ishmaelim were the ones who they would, har- they, would, they would carry the items. So the Midianim were traders. Okay. They were trade with a D, not, you know, T-R-A-D-E-R-S. They were the traders. And, and the Ishmaelim were the travelers who they would be rented to take items from place to place for the traders. All right, they're like the UPS. Yes. Okay, Ishmaelim yeah. were like the UPS. <laughs> or in, uh, what's the... What, no, what's the other company that the, the diamond people use? Oh, Malkamit. Malkamit, yeah. They're like the Malkamit. Right. Okay. So, that, so Ibn Ezra says, don't even look at this. It's not, they're all the same thing. It's interchangeable. Because the reason he says that is because if you look later on, the Psukim are going to keep moving from one to the other. It's kind of hard to know where Yosef ended up. Ramban says, no. Midianim are traders and Ishmaelim are traveling agents. Um, and then, and those are just understanding who these Ishmaelim slash Midianim are. Okay, but then there is also multiple opinions as to what exactly transpired here. Okay, so it says they took Yosef out of the pit, and they sell Yosef to Ishmaelim for twenty silver pieces, and they bring Yosef to Mitzrayim. Reuven comes back to the pit, and he sees Yosef is no longer in the pit. He goes crazy, and he says, "What should I do? The kid is no longer here." Yes, he goes back to his brothers, and he says, "The kid is no longer here. What's going on?" So they take the ketonet of Yosef. And then they shechted a, they, they killed a wow. little, uh, a goat. Yes. They dipped this goat thing in blood. And then they sent it to their father. And they said, we found this. Do you recognize this uh, thing? And he says, yeah, I recognize this. They sent it to him. They didn't take it. They sent it to him. They sent it through messengers. And I say, yeah, uh, is this your son's coat? And he says, oh, this is my son's coat. An animal has eaten him. So he 
um, he, he went into mourning. And they tried, yeah, and then they tried to get him to calm down, and it didn't work. And then Pasuk Lamed Vav says, The Midyanim sold him to Mitzrayim. And why is this Pasuk confusing? Because we just said the Ishmaelim took him to Mitzrayim. Yes, so why became Midyanim? So why Midyanim? Because so, so the Ramban so explains point, the Midyanim were the actual sellers, or the Ishmaelim were just messengers. Very, so the Midianim, so if you look at the if you look at the Pesukim, if you look at the Pesukim, let's look at it one more time. When the Midianim, uh, merchants, Midianim merchants, they came, they took Yosef out of the pit, they sold him to Ishmaelim for 20 silver coins, and yes. the Ishmaelim brought him down to Egypt. But who was the one who actually sold the, 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 the Midianim? Now, the, the difficulty is, there is no actual pasuk that outlines that the brothers sold, sold Yosef. That pasuk is actually going to come later in the story, which is a difficult... Uh, it, it's in part of when Yosef is telling the brothers what happened. He says that you sold me to Egypt. But in this part of the story, we don't see then, the brothers not, actually not, selling. Yeah. All we have in terms of the brothers is Reuven going to the pit and being surprised that Yosef isn't there, which is also questionable. If the brother sold Yosef down to Egypt, then why is Reuven showing up at the pit looking for him and surprised that he's not there? Because he was not there. Why would Reuven not be there? Reuven was at the, went back. Well, that's, what's that's, it, what's that's, that's what Rashi says. Yeah, what Rashi says. But I'll tell you, even uh, that's not so convincing because, as we know, the difference, the distance between Shechem and Hebron, where Yaakov is, is a, a two, three-day journey. Yes, you're right. So for Reuven to just go back and forth as if it's like a, a, a little uh, a walk in the park, walk in the park. <laughs> it's not a very compelling perush to say Reuven just wasn't there. So we don't have any psukim telling us the brother sold Yosef. Reuven shows up to the pit and he, and he, does, he says, where is Yosef? Why would he be unclear where Yosef? So there's a perush that I've heard that always... It sounded convincing to me, but I, I, I don't know if it's fully convincing only because of the pasuk at the end when Yosef points out that you sold me. And that's that, remember what Reuven's plan was at the very beginning? His plan was to buy time, to buy, to buy time, to return Yosef to his yes, father. Yes, he wanted to look good in front of his father. Because he to look good to his father. Problem. Now what happens, do you remember where they put Yosef? They, they put him in a pit that is in? In the, in the, the desert. desert, yes. Right? So the reason it's telling us it's, it's the desert, maybe significantly, because they were not staying in that immediate vicinity, because they had to shepherd their sheep. Correct. And, and they needed to be around grass. You don't, don't do, do that, that in, in the in desert. desert. Yes. Okay. So you have, the brothers are shepherding their sheep. So the distance is between and the, where so the, there is she a the distance, and the, the So there is a distance between where they're sitting and eating at this time, and where the pit is. So maybe these Ishmaelites and then the Ishmaelites come. They hear Yosef screaming, screaming, and they pick him out. And then they take him out themselves, and and they they sell him him for twenty. They They sell him. him. It's not because it doesn't say that the the brothers brothers. got the money. Not the brothers. It doesn't say that the brothers got the money. And then Reuven is sitting there talking to his brothers, and Yehuda comes up with this idea, and the idea is, let's sell him. Now they don't realize that the Ishmaelim are already, already in the process of already, selling. They already, they t- but Reuven is thinking, my brother's about to sell him down to Egypt, let me go stop it. So he runs away from them to go to the pit. 
to go get Yosef and quickly run away with him down to Hebron before the brothers get there to sell it. Okay, bef- okay before the brothers will do that. Okay. Before the brothers will do it. And then he sees there is no, no, no Yosef. So, so, so then Reuven goes and he sees that there's no Yosef. He's what's going on here? So he goes back to the brothers and he yells at them. He says, Yosef isn't here. This, I like this part better. And then when they hear Reuven tell them Yosef isn't here, oh, I want a vela. Let's, let's now let's go dip. Uh, his ketonic and blood. And we don't show our faces to our father. Because if saying. they were the ones that sold him, then they know he was sold to Egypt. But now that they just, it's not just like, disappeared. It's not, it's not clear. Now that they disappeared, it's not clear where maybe he's dead. Okay. So this is a different perush. The, the, the only difficulty with this perush comes later in the story when we see the assumption in Yosef's head is that he was sold by the brothers, which you could interpret, but I'm just saying that but that's going to be a difficulty. He didn't see what right, the so brothers were doing. Right, so you could maybe say that. He just assumed that the because, brothers had sold Because him. he was sold at the end, he was sold. But yeah. by the Midianites, he was sold. Right. It's, so it's an, interest, it's, it's like an this, interesting perush. This, 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 it's this an interesting perush. Ultimately, it answers a lot of questions. They, where, what Reuven is doing. Reuven, according to Rashi, Reuven just wasn't there. And he wasn't there for the sale. So when he comes back to his brothers, he's surprised at them. Why did you sell him? The only difficulty with that is why would Reuven not be there? So Rashi's interpretation is that Reuven was helping his father that day. Yes. But then what? So he went three days journey south and three days <laughs> journey back. back up. It's a week. It's a week. Question. Yeah. So typically, where do you sell slaves at that time? Was it all in Egypt? Egypt? I guess yeah. there was yeah, the yeah. main market. Yeah, it was the big market. Sell, it's sell like going to... So I guess Hashem made this happen. If yes. they unknown, if it was known for, if they actually sold them, then they would have expected to re see him, see him in Egypt down the road. But now they didn't sell him. You know what he's saying? He's saying maybe this is another thing that God is doing in order to hide Yosef's identity from the brothers. Because if, let's say, let's go with our Perush, that they didn't actually sell him. If they sold him down to Egypt and they know they sold him to Midianites who sold him, and they know where he ended. They know where he ended. They know where he ended. They don't know. So when they come to Egypt... They're thinking, Even though it maybe says, we'll find him. The Midrash said that they went looking for him in, in Egypt. when they The went Midrash says that they're, that they're thinking about him the whole time as they're in Egypt, right? But well, what Steve is saying is interesting. They now that they they, when know. they go down to Egypt, they have a clean slate. Their head, they're like, oh, we're not going to find Yosef. Where, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> All right. Baruch <laughs> 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 <laughs>